Episode 41. Is your marriage an adventure or a burden? This is the One Extraordinary Marriage Podcast, home of the 7 Days of Sex Challenge, featuring your hosts, the authors of the groundbreaking new book, Stripped Down, Tony and Elisa DiLorenzo. Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of intimacy. You're here with Elisa DiLorenzo. And Tony DiLorenzo. And first of all, I've just got to say, what do you guys think about that new uh, Our new, that new intro? intro? Yeah, that just uh, got that last week and kind of fun. It is. Yeah. We're, we're like moving up in the world. Moving, moving on, on up. up. Okay, that was so not planned. <laughs> that wasn't. <laughs> but you know, as you guys are listening to this on Tuesday, October 5th, um, or at least those of you that listen the day the podcast first go up, it's our 14th wedding anniversary, October 5th. Yep. So I guess after 14 years, years, you start to say things um, in sync with each other and At times. crazy stuff like that. But um, we're not one in the same. Oh, thank goodness. Yes. You know, you have praise your, God. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I could only take one of me and definitely only one of you. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. <laughs> I, I agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> and with that new intro, Something that Elisa and I have been really discussing here over the last couple of weeks about the One Extraordinary Marriage podcast and how it's growing because of you guys. It wouldn't be where it is if it wasn't for you guys. And this is a place where we want you to be able to share what you guys do about your marriages, be excited about them, um, just tell people what it's about. And as all of you know, we do the seven days of sex challenge. We did the first annual, the second annual will be coming up and we want to make that more of a everyday occurrence for couples. We want mm-hmm. couples to take on that challenge in their marriage whenever they feel right, whenever they feel ready, not necessarily when we have the challenge set up. So as you heard in the beginning, in the intro, this is the home of the seven days of sex challenge. And one thing we want to throw out to you guys and that we would love to hear from you guys so that you can just tell the world that you are on fire for your marriages if and when you do a seven days of sex challenge so you have sex seven days straight we want you to call in mm-hmm. leave your names you can say where you're from and you can just do first names yes if you're comfortable you, you with that. that's fine um you can give us some background of your marriage how long you've been married if you so choose you can the minimum we would just to love hear your names and we would love to hear you guys scream. We We did did it. it. And this is the place where you can come and just share that jubilation with the community. Share share the fact that you're making intimacy and marriage a priority. Yeah. You know, we, we, Tony and I were talking this weekend that there just aren't enough places where you can celebrate your marriage where you can give voice to the positive that's going going on on. in your relationship, that you can give voice to the fact that you have stepped up to make intimacy number one. After God. After God. And we want, we want to give you guys a voice. That's right. We know that many of you, we know that many of you participated in the seven days of sex challenge with us when we did it in June. So if you have participated and you completed it in June and you're listening now, call in 
876-5663. So call in, your name, we did it. Awesome. If since June you've done it, we know there are quite a few of you that, have. you know, the timing wasn't right in June or you weren't listening to us then and you have subsequently, you know, checked it out and said, you know, we're going to try this mm-hmm. and you've done it. Call in. We we are going to start playing these every episode. Yep. They, they are going to become a part of this show because we want other people when they click through, uh, whether it's on iTunes or they find us through the One Extraordinary Marriage website, we or want through them. you guys. Or you, or you're passing it on to your friends. You know, we want them to hear how awesome marriage is. That's right. You guys are, are, are becoming a voice. You are becoming a resource for your friends and for other people searching out the positive in marriage. And so we're looking forward to hearing from you. Um, ignore that phone in the background. We're not picking it up because we're too busy talking to you guys. Yeah. So... Um, that's, that's where we're starting. You anytime, 858-876-5663. And it actually will not ring like that phone. It'll go straight to voicemail. <laughs> so uh, no worries about calling uh, us or interrupting a, a podcast. podcast. Yeah. We haven't had that before. No, nope. it's probably, probably a solicitor cause we don't get calls on the house phone. Um, let's talk about our week. Yeah. Uh, one thing I wanted to do though, was thank some very early folks that jumped on board with the podcast and I just wanted to give a a shout out to Anita Heath who was man was she a cheerleader and I'm sure she's still listening we haven't heard from her in a while but I know she's probably out there Mm -hmm. Um, Nina Nelson up in Oregon those two were our first two uh, callers and that was way back in episode five or six and so you know I wanted to thank them and then Ron Mansky who uh, another awesome guy who who came on early and has always been a cheerleader and uh, actually even this past week Ron and I talk every so often we we have a, a very cool relationship and after we put out episode forty screw the kids this is our marriage I get a text from him and all it said was right on way to bring it <laughs> and I thought that was really cool so I, I just wanted to say thanks to you guys because. It was you guys that um, kept cheering us on mm-hmm. way back when, when we weren't sure if, if this was really a, a thing for us. And here we are on episode 41 and touching many lives. And uh, I just wanted to say thank you. Awesome. Now on to our on wonderful to our, week. It's been, it's been quite a week. It's been a week. Um, yeah, we've just kind of had a lot of interesting conversations. We actually had time to have a lot of conversations this week. Um, and, Early on in the week, we, kids must, obviously the kids were in bed. We were talking about sex, but, because uh, <laughs> yeah, we don't I, sit I'm around. Sure, I'm sure they were in bed if we were talking about sex. But. Yeah. Well, but what we were talking about was the fact that because we have sex so often, because we've made intimacy a priority in our marriage, we have those conversations about, you know, like, when did we have sex? And we know that, you know, or how, uh, you know, or what positions do you want to try? And it's just, it's like everyday conversation. It's kind of like saying, Hey honey, what do you want to have for dinner? Well, and the reason this came up was because this weekend we celebrated our 14th wedding anniversary. We were able to get away. My folks came into town. Yay in-laws. Yep. They took the uh, kiddos out to SeaWorld on Saturday and Elise and I were able to just attend a wedding. 
which we'll talk about here, and hang out at a hotel. So Monday is rolling around, and we know we have our intimacy lifestyle. And we are talking to each other going, okay, well, we've had sex on Monday. Tony's days. My days. And we're looking at it going, okay, well, does Elisa go for it on her Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday? Or do we fast until the weekend knowing that we're going to have a hotel? So if we have a hotel for you know one night, two days, we're going to be in there. We're going to do it more than once. So we're going we're gonna to be good. And we decided, right. I mean, we're very open about it. We're very honest with each other about it. It's sort of a, hey, this is what we've got coming up. I also didn't want to get in trouble for not initiating on one of my three days. I didn't want you, oh, coming. That, that I didn't want you coming back and saying, wait a minute, guys, she didn't initiate and I was left hanging. Well, no, I, was, <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Ah, do you remember Stone Brewing? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. But so I initiated the conversation on this. Right. And so... <laughs> In any case, it's awesome for us to be able to talk like that because we both knew coming up this weekend, we we would have sex. We're, we're in a hotel and it's just there's something about being in a hotel and sex. No children. No kids. I don't have to worry about making the bed. Right. I mean, it's just one of those Perfect. things. So we just had a real simple conversation about, okay, well, I guess we're not going to have sex and we're going to fast. And it was fun. Okay, but I want you to share with them what what you told me on Friday night after fasting for four days. Yes. Because I think that's really important. So I want you to share it with them. With my wandering eye? Yes. Here's something that I found myself and caught myself doing on Friday. So sex was Monday. Friday's rolling around and I had some work to do. So I visited one of my offices in town. Starbucks. Yes. And I caught myself a couple of times just glancing at more than a glance, you know, catching that second look at a, another woman. And once I caught myself doing it, I stopped. I, I realized what was happening. And so I, I knew enough to just go, whoa, 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 Tony, what are you doing? Reposition yourself get out of that situation. As I was driving home though, I, I sort of was going, why did that happen? What is it that, that prompted me to do that? Mm -hmm. um, I have a high sexual desire now, obviously having had sex twice a week, most weeks for the last year and a half. Yeah, year and a half. Yeah. And so I, I realized that the lack of sex that we had you know, it, even it's just four, four days, days, right? For us, that's long. Uh, four days. It, it prompted me to stray. A lot of it too was I wasn't, I wasn't in connection with God either during that time. I mean, I should have been connecting with Him much more and lifting this up to Him, which I hadn't. And that's just putting on the armor of God and just knowing that the devil's trying to get in, right? And take control, find the weakness, and destroy. And to your credit, you told me about it Friday night. I, mean, I, it was, I did. It was or Friday afternoon after you came home. We had some quiet time with the kids, and you're like, "I just I need to tell you this." Mm -hmm. And you know, yeah, it's I, nothing to it, hold it was, back from. No, me. and it wasn't anything. I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." Yeah. You know, I mean, it's only been four days, but okay. 
and and yet to realize you know what you know when i go back two three four five years when we would go weeks yeah you know to say wow you know if four days now could lead you if you're not being diligent about Mm -hmm. your focus then what was it like five years ago you know i mean how did you i I mean i well i think after a while you just become numb to it and you're just always looking yeah well that's what i'm saying you know and so that was just kind of a very eye-opening um conversation that we had we uh we also received an invitation to possibly be speakers we we got two two invitations this past week um you know we're just in the process or very preliminary discussions but one uh, at a church in nova scotia which is way cool and we've never gone to nova scotia no i can honestly say i've never been to nova scotia but would love to uh i'd love to go there too i'm all for <laughs> we, it we, we were googling nova scotia and wow beautiful place there and then another one in michigan and you know we don't know these are still very preliminary conversations but we are thrilled to be having those conversations that you know there are retreats and conferences that want to hear more about what we have to say and mm-hmm. we know that that is a direct result of you guys sharing us with your friends sharing us with your pastors with your church some of you are in those positions and you're listening to us yourselves and saying you know what they've got something that we want our people to hear mm-hmm. so if you are involved in you know marriage retreats marriage conferences and you know would love to have us come as speakers we'd love to talk to you um, about that because it's something that you know, you obviously know what you get because if you've listened to us for, you know, more than 10 minutes, you know who we are. Mm. Um, and it doesn't really change when we're in front of a live audience. Uh, then, you know, if anything, we'll just bring our headphones and pretend we're talking. No, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Um, and if you are interested in having Elisa and I possibly speak, you can get on the website. There's a little speaking gig up there. Click that tab and you can uh, contact us that way or just info at one extraordinary mm-hmm. Open up the conversation with us. We'd love to have it. If you want to call us, you can call the uh, 858-876-5663 line. Leave a message there and just uh, leave your phone number and one of us will contact you that way as well. Yeah. So I have to brag on Tony. He, he came to my, my rescue this weekend, my knight in shining armor. We were, mm-hmm. I was... Kids had been picked up on Saturday. I was running a few errands before we were supposed to leave. And our uh, whole goal was to get to the hotel. We early. Were going, we, right. We, we were attending a wedding of, of a buddy of mine from work. And um, holy cow, who is calling us tonight? Anyway, I'll All take right. that phone out. You keep talking for All me. All right, you go. And we were going to try to get out of here early. We had called the hotel and... We're going to get an early check-in. And what ended up happening was Elisa. She's driving around town, getting some last-minute stuff done, taken care of, when all of a sudden she calls me and goes, Hey, Tony, the thermometer or the needle on the van is is redlined to H. And the thing is dinging. And she goes, I pulled over. I'm in this parking lot. I don't know what's wrong. And I was just going, Oh, man, this isn't the way our day was supposed to go. I wanted to just laze around, get our stuff together. We would take off, get to the hotel about 1, 1.30. The wedding was until, was until 3. Well, 
it didn't happen that way. So I ended up going over, checking on the van. Lo and behold, here's the good thing. Luckily it happened, oh, about two miles from our house because that was key. When I got there, I opened up the hood, got under the, uh, the radiator or, um, opened the cap to the radiator and the van, the van was completely dry, nothing in it, which is a bummer because I had already replaced that radiator. Oh, less than a year ago. And so we filled it up and I nursed the van back home. And while Elisa ran some more of her, her deals. And from there we were just behind about an hour. <laughs> yeah. It, it didn't, the day did not start out <laughs> anywhere near as planned. And then we are driving to our hotel and we thought we were going to our hotel in La Jolla and uh, thought we were staying at a hotel on the Cove side and yeah, ended we up being com- on the shore side. Completely confused about and that. And so it's kind of, you know, just sort of like one thing after another. But, you know, the really nice thing about it was we just rolled with it. It really, well, it wasn't what we had expected and kind of how we wanted to start our anniversary weekend. We just kind of was like, okay. This right, is what it hold is. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. This is what it is. Let's not get upset. Let's not get angry about it. There's, right. Elisa uh, wasn't at fault for doing that. Although... When I'm driving over there, I was like, this darn car. Well, yes, but let's be thankful that wife heeded all of the warning signs. I, I, no, I agree. I was telling him. <laughs> and that. pulled I, I over. Agree. I agree with you 100%. It was just the bummer part of like wasting 45 minutes. An hour. Good, yeah, yeah, an hour. It was actually about an hour by the time I got over there, filled it up, made sure it was running, called mm-hmm. one of my buddies who's a who's a technician for BMW and talked to him cause he's helped me install the last radiator. You know, he told me what to do, make sure, you know, thank get, God for Pedro. Yeah. Get over to the, the auto shop, buy all the parts <laughs> and then just leave the van here. Cause we filled up my car and yeah. left, which still didn't happen because then the <laughs> house was a mess and Elisa needs to make sure the house is like spick and span spotless. So my parents don't, well, come. I don't want to leave the house a mess with my in-laws coming home with my kids, but it doesn't matter. Did you see how they clean the place? Oh, well, they always clean the place. Like Did you see like how nicely they clean that piece on the refrigerator, which has not been cleaned since we bought the refrigerator with the house. It's never like, I just thought that was permanently part of the ice. Uh, yeah your dad he like, needs like the water you guys know that part what, what the water dispenser yeah, like the bottom part like yeah. it, it, it's it was ours like, has uh, had like this i don't know limestone buildup or something i don't know what it was but it, it was honestly clean as could be i i, I don't I even mean, know what your dad did i don't i mean yeah he's an amazing man he yeah. had nothing to do this weekend you didn't leave him any projects and so he it was unbelievable takes apart my refrigerator and cleans it <laughs> and, and then he starts helping you with the radiator i'm like really yeah um so, so uh, it, it was unbelievable. So our hotel, I got to talk about our shower yeah, oh, in yeah. the hotel. And, and and for those of you who want to see pictures of the hotel, go to the Facebook page, one uh, facebook.com forward slash one extraordinary marriage. Yeah. And we have a picture of it. So we walk, we'd seen pictures of the hotel. Obviously when we booked the room, um, we'd wanted to stay at a hotel, more of a non, what? we, we, Googled boutique hotels was the, the term term, but basically not one of your big chains. That's what I was looking right. for. Um, we wanted something, something a, little a little off different. Yeah. Different off the beaten path. 
And so we found Hotel La Jolla in La Jolla Shores. Right, which we thought was like right at, because it because when you see it, the pictures it's beautiful. And it's like they show all these ocean views. And so Elise and I had in our mind being on the ocean. W- one spot which was at the cove because there is a building that we thought was at the cove and it overlooks this park and you see the water mm-hmm. and all the seals and everything. And we've done a number of our marriage minute Mondays from there. So if you right. if you see if you've seen those ones, that's all from the Hoya Cove. And so when she goes, well, we're driving in and I'm just going, oh, it's, it's going to be down here. And she's like, no, 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 we just passed it. it. It's right there. And I'm thinking to myself, this this isn't what I was thinking. So already in my mind, I'm going, oh, man, <laughs> here we go with our hotel. It's going to blow. Once again, what did she do? No, I wasn't going to say what you do. We both looked at it. All right. So anyways. We, so we're going into we're going to a wedding too. So we just bypass a hotel at this point. We're like, you know what? It's too late. Forget it. Let's not let's not freak ourselves out trying to get into our hotel and all this stuff. Which was a good call. That was a great call. We ended up just doing a nice little drive down through the cove, that whole area, and got to the wedding probably fifteen minutes earlier than we really needed to be there. But who cares? Mm-hmm. At that point, it was a, it was still on the water, so we got to sit there and chill. You talk got to, to change it out with. Talk to some of your buddies from the dealership. Yeah. And so we, you know, do the wedding. Great wedding. We're going to talk about more about yes. that in a few minutes. But um, we get to our hotel room. And so you walk in. Very cool. You know, everything is facing the ocean. All of the rooms face um, face west. And I had requested a higher up floor because I wanted to make sure that we did have ocean view. And so we walk into our room. And you know how when you walk into a hotel, you know, you open the door and then like right there is the bathroom to your left or your right. It's usually right there by the main entrance. Mm -hmm. Well, so we look at the bathroom and then we walk around to the bedroom part and the shower. There's no bathtub in this bathroom. The shower is right on that wall where, you know, the door would be. And it's a see-through shower. It's all glass. So... Yeah, like so if you've you're got a glass door sitting in your bed and you turn around, you could see your beautiful spouse taking a shower. I thought it was pretty darn sexy. Oh, it was it was great. It was just a little like for a guy. That's like that's like sweet, honey, dance. Yeah. I mean it was it was it was a fun <laughs> I, I guess I don't think about you dancing naked in the shower. I wasn't saying me dancing. No, naked. no, no. I, I know, but I was you? thinking if the roles were reversed, I don't think about you dancing naked in the shower. I just that's that's just a guy thing. I Guys think about that. Okay. And I think women should do that more. Okay. Well, we'll have to go back there so that you can get the full effect in that shower. <laughs> I, I think you should do that more for me. Dance in the shower. Yes. Okay. I'll keep that under advisement. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about this shower. Okay. So it was very interesting because, and the, they, you know, of course they have the mirror over the sink. So you could be standing in front of the TV, turn and look at the bathroom place, look through the see-through shower, because it's all glass, see yourself reflected in the mirror in the bathroom. Yeah. And if somebody happens to be in the bathroom, going to the bathroom, you can see all of it. It was a very, it was a very exposed bathroom. Yes. And, you know, we'll probably talk about this bathroom again because it, it just gave me so much material to talk about. But very interesting. Right. The, and what Elisa is talking about, though, too, with that mirror image. So you had you come in and there's the shower. Well, right next to the shower is the toilet. So it's sort of odd because you want to go to the bathroom, 
but your spouse could honestly like look through the glass, look at the mirror and see you taking a poop. <laughs> and I thought that was just weird. <laughs> I, I just, that was the hardest part. I, and what I kept telling you was like, they need to have like one of those pull down shades. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that way, if you feel like not seeing your spouse or you need to go to the bathroom, you pull down the shade or in the middle of the night when you got to go to the bathroom, you're not turning on the lights and waking up your spouse because you want to hit the toilet. Okay. So I know we put the picture up on the website, but I was just yes. looking at their their website. Can we put a link? <laughs> just remember to put in the show I, okay, notes. Okay, I will. You always say that and then I don't put it in the link and then somebody... Okay, I'll do it right now because there's a really me. good shot of... You can kind of see what I'm talking about through there. I mean, great room. It's probably one of the best hotel rooms just because of how they did things with carpet and tile and different textures and stuff. But it was a, it was a little funny, the whole shower thing. So anyway, that was the shower. We had a great, um, great time last night. We walked around La Jolla today, yesterday and today, something that we like to do when we don't have the little yipper gappers, Hmm. um, is just sit and watch football. We both enjoy watching football. So we got to watch college football yesterday. We watched some pro football today in the sunset. So we went to the wedding and they had, it was just a beautiful setting, uh, older couple. And so it was, it was mellow. It, you know, it wasn't this highfalutin sit down dinner. It was just a nice hors d'oeuvre style afterwards. And it was just gorgeous, J- just enough to eat. So by the time Elise and I left there, it was probably five thirty ish or so. And obviously by the time we got into our hotel, checked in and all that good stuff, we really weren't hungry. Right. Uh, and honestly, the first thing on my mind is we're in a hotel room. It's time to have sex. Let, let, let's, let's, let's ring this thing in. Let's break this thing in. So, you know, right there alone, you're just sort of going, <laughs> what? Let's break it in. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm, just, you're, I'm you're, just laughing. It's you're, fine. You're in a hotel room. Let's let's have sex, you know, and then we'll do whatever else we got to do. In any case, we weren't really hungry. We right. had the most amazing sunset. I mean, we're like Elisa said, we were up on the seventh floor just enjoying it. And afterwards when we finally got showered up and everything then we took off and did our stuff watched our football went to a cool little burger joint down in the village of la jolla and then came home and chilled and did nothing this morning we woke up and had breakfast on the 11th floor which is clay's Mm -hmm. just another cool cool site it was over cassie so it wasn't as spectacular as last night but it's still fun to just be up on the 11th floor seeing pretty much all of la jolla yeah and we just hung out after that we just at least and i know there are just times when we just need to talk to each other and you guys probably do this as well we we just felt like you know what let's just chill mm-hmm. watch throw on some football sitting in the hotel room doors open breezes coming in play around on our computers we did get permission and, and, and then, you know, when we had to check out at noon, then we took off and we did some other stuff. And so we tend to try to have a real good balance between low key and doing stuff and right. low key and doing stuff because we just don't want to run ourselves to death. And but. I do have to say, Tony was very good. Um, for those of you that just heard him mention the computers, we did get permission from each other. Um, I had some things with it being month end that I had to take care of. And so I got permission from Tony to bring my computer and he also had a couple of things. And so we had um, approved computer time. Yeah. And then we were out to lunch today up in Encinitas and um, Tony's just sitting there and he's like rocking on his hands. He's like, okay, I have to post something to Twitter right now. 
<laughs> can I please post something to Twitter? And I said, sure. What is it? Well, um, where is it? Here it is. What'd you put? I put, what's up with the dude loudly talking on his phone while I'm trying to eat? Learn how to talk. Will ya? So annoying. I, I just, I, I am tired of people. We've done this on a number of date nights. Right. And just, we're sitting down and, and there's some dude who's like going crazy on his phone. I mean, he's just loud and obnoxious and has is just oblivious. And it just pisses me off. It's like, gosh, I just want to get up and hit him. But I'm nice and I won't. You just tweeted about him. <laughs> I, I just I just think it's so darn annoying. It's like, dude, you know, go sit in your car with the windows up if you need to yell. Just have some understanding that there are other people around you. Oh goodness! Uh, but I didn't because I wouldn't do that. I, I say that, but I would. I wouldn't do it. And then we came back home to you know kids. Yep. Chaos. Chaos. Yep. So I also, as you guys know, I, I went and bought the stuff for the radiator. I thought it was just one hose. It looked like it was just one hose. It's probably loose. So my dad and I get out there and we start working on it. Change the hose. It's it's ten minutes max. The hose is no big deal. Ten minutes max. Boom. Turn it on, let it run. You know, let, I want to let it run, make sure everything's ro- working. So I go in, go do something. All of a sudden, my dad comes in. Dad, tone, it's leaking. Ah, crap. So go back out and trying to figure out it's leaking from this place and the other. And lo and behold, it's probably about two hours into it before I finally figure out what it is, pull out the whole radiator. So the whole front end of the car is out right now. And I got to get a new radiator, hopefully get this one warranted because it's been under a year. But that's the way we end. That's the way we ended my, <laughs> our 14th anniversary weekend. Woohoo! That, that was fun. So, and we could have stayed out later. My parents were pretty surprised that we came home when we did. Well, that's because they neglected to tell us that your mom had off tomorrow. Yeah, I know she did. But it, it's still in any event, we, we, we needed to get back to work on the van because it, it wasn't going to happen otherwise. Right. So. Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> so that was our week. That was our week. That's been our, that's been our week. It's been fun. It's been a good one. It's been a good week. Yeah. We, we've had, um, like Tony said, we went to this wedding yesterday and I think most couples, when they go to a wedding, it gives them time to reflect on theirs. Mm-hmm. And with this coinciding with our anniversary weekend, um, very reflective introspective weekend for us um really thinking about the last 14 years and thinking about the next 14 years mm-hmm. um and that's really where this week's title came from you know is your marriage an adventure or a burden you know what's your mindset are, are you you know is this just something you're enduring that you're trying to survive or are you wondering what's in store tomorrow you know what what is the future going to bring? And you guys probably know by now I am married to a dreamer. Tony thinks big. Tony dreams big that not that I'm not a dreamer, but that is very much a gift that he has to think big. Um, Yeah, he is definitely hardwired that way. Definitely. And so, you know, we look back over, the last 14 years, the highs, the lows, the really lows, the, uh, the journeys that we've been on, 
the places that we've gone and, and the friends and the family and just how our lives have changed. And I was telling him like, you know, we're married 14 years. I didn't, I didn't ever know that we were going to get here. You know, like I know, like you, I always you, knew mentioned that during the week I, I found or the, over the weekend, you know, I found that interesting for some reason. And I don't know why this anniversary is hitting me more than some of the others where I'm just like, wow, you know, we've made it to 14 years, but this seems like we've been married a really long time yeah. and we have been, but for some reason I'm really like, wow, you know, when I knew that we'd be married forever, now that we're starting to hit those years where we're kind of like definitely out of the newlywed stage, although our sex life kind of takes us back to the newlywed stage. Um, or even better. Or even better. You know, we should start that thing where we start putting the pennies in every time we have sex. I bet you we'd actually, you know. Well, that would be eight a month. I know, but you know, <laughs> it's a dollar <laughs> when, a year, babe. When, when do we take them out? I don't get in, it. In fi- well, you know how they, you, the old story is, is, you know. The first year you, you put, put a it penny, in. And then, uh, yeah. Right. And then they say you'll never take them all out. Right. Yeah. Anyway. I, I think that's a load of crap. <laughs> Well, that's because you have sex quite a bit. Well, and you guys out there jump on the seven days of sex challenge and you'll be on board too. And then you can scream, we did it. Exactly. Um, But, you know, just thinking about what has my mindset been over the years? There have definitely been seasons in our marriage where being married every day has been a burden. Oh, yeah. Where... It has been a challenge, you know, like I'm not days. Uh, uh, well, I think right. Oh yeah. I mean, there have been, ex- you know, extended periods of time and, you know, getting to this point as we're on the cusp of this 14th anniversary to say, you know what? I am so excited to see what the next 14 years is going to bring for us. Yeah. Where there are so many different irons in the fire, things that are going on, things that were, you know, have the potential for developing into bigger and better things and the things that we're going to do as a family that, you know, I look at this going, you know what? I think the next 14 years are going to be better than the first 14 years. Mm-hmm. And so much of that has to do with who we are and how we're relating to each other now. And how we look at our marriage. Right. It's, it's, you know, it, is our marriage an adventure? Do we look at it as an adventure that we're on together mm-hmm. and, when I think of an adventure, I think of something like my PCT hike. Yeah. I mean, you're out there and the guys I hiked with, they were there. They were they supported me, they helped me, and I did the same for them. Yeah. And you know, what there were times when I was out there though that I felt like it was a, a huge burden. Right. When the weight of the world was on my shoulders and I couldn't walk anymore, and I and I really bring our marriage and the analogy is is our marriage is like that. Mm-hmm. It's just longer than twenty six hundred miles. Not or some days. Four and a <laughs> half months. You know, it goes on for ever. Yeah. And it's all about that mindset we have. And and yes, tonight's a great night to say it's an adventure. Mm-hmm. Because that's where we are. That's where our mindset is right now, coming off this awesome weekend. And I'm sure there are many a nights that we've come behind these mics and we have looked at our marriage and gone, dang it, it is a burden. There is another day. There's too much going on. There are things hitting us from all sides Mm -hmm. and we're not clicking. You guys have heard it. Right. And just knowing though that it's all an adventure 
helps me through those dry spells. Right. Knowing that the upswing's going to come. Mm-hmm. How are we going to work through this? How are we going to manage what we're dealing with together right. so that we both can come to the table and go, that works. Well, I think it's important to to recognize that you have the power to change your mindset. It is true. You know, I, I mean, if, you, if you're in a season where it feels like a burden, start looking for those little nuggets that make it an adventure. You know, start looking for, you know, it may be something tiny, like you got to sleep in an extra five minutes today and it didn't make you, you know, late and, you know, everybody was home for dinner and, you know, whatever it is. Right. You got to talk to each other for five minutes uninterrupted. Oh, celebrate that. <laughs> you know, you got to do date night this month. Celebrate it. Mm-hmm. Celebrate those little things because it will slowly over time, sometimes more rapidly, change your mindset. And one thing we've talked about this weekend too was change of that mindset, which is what we've had over the last year and a half or so has caused us to get out of our comfort zone too, mm-hmm. where we were talking about the restaurants we would go to. It, it was, it was monthly. I, I mean, we knew the people there. We so would so predictable. We, we would just go to the same places. We do the same things. It was sort of like, okay, well we're going to go this place and we're going to go home and watch this movie. We'll have sex. We'll go pick up the kids. It'll be done. And now for our date nights, I mean, we really do change it up. We mm-hmm. make it a point to to look at our top 10 list and find those things that we want to do together. And we're actually doing them. You know, we're going to the theater. We're going for long walks on the beaches. We're taking those drives that we've been wanting. And I think that's part of the adventure of marriage that gets that gets sort of squelched if you're not... If you're not if you're, if, you have to be purposeful about changing right. your routines. Yeah, if, if you're not ready for those changes, you, you got to make it happen. And yeah, you know, the little things like what we do on date night, seemingly little things like try a new restaurant. Ooh, crazy. Um, but for years, we didn't. We had like three restaurants that we'd go to that we'd rotate with on date night. And one of those, our favorite sushi place here in Poway, Poway Sushi Lounge. Um, we haven't been there in a few months. We haven't. And in fact, we were talking about this this afternoon. We were at the, found this cute little Italian restaurant, Giovanni's in uh, Encinitas. And we're sitting there and I'm thinking, I can't remember the last time we were at Poway Sushi Lounge. We it's love sushi. A, yeah. But we've made this commitment over the last probably four or five months to be doing different things on date night. Right. A- and, you know, so doubt, and because we're focused so much more on take the lead on date night... It is really becoming a, hey, I wonder what's happening this month. You know, almost, and not that we're trying to outdo each other. No, But it becomes a, what creative thing is he going to plan? Or what creative thing am I going to do for him this month? Something we haven't done or someplace we haven't gone. And it's a little thing, seemingly, but it really does add to the adventure of our marriage. It gets us out of our comfort zone. It gets us out of our routine of always going to the same place. Right. And that's not to say you can't have those routines, but when you start breaking out of those routines, you start to see other routines break down 
And so you start to find that spice in your marriage. Specifically the ones in the bedroom. Yes. You know, when you can talk about going to a new place to eat, why not talk about a new position to try? It's that, a that's big, a big ju- jump. It's a big jump. But what I'm saying is you start to get out of a comfort zone in one area and you start finding the confidence and the courage to, yes. to get outside your comfort zone. Even if all you're doing is having the conversation. Right. I, we know a lot of you that listen to us are not talking about your sex lives yet. A lot of you are. Amen. A lot of you are using this podcast as a platform to have those conversations with your spouses. Good for you. <laughs> Love the color commentary. <laughs> <laughs> But what I'm saying is we want you to have that confidence. So start with picking a new restaurant, work up to trying something new on date night, different place, you know, go take that walk in the park or, you know, go sit under the stars. And then maybe the next time you're saying, you know what, I really want to talk to you about what's going on in our love life. Right. Just talk about it. You know, you've heard us read emails where when one spouse says, can we just talk about this? All of a sudden, the floodgates are open because they're having a conversation. They find out they both want the same or similar things. And guess what? Here comes the adventure. (laughs) You know, they're no longer living under the burden of wondering what their spouse wants or desires. They're no longer wondering if the routine has gotten stale. You start having these conversations. You start trying new things. You were going to look at your marriage like it's an adventure. Like, I can't wait to see what the next 14 years, what the next 20 years, what the next 30 years brings because I know that we're going to be talking about it. We're going to be on the same page. We are going to be excited about the changes. We're going to, we're going to work through our challenges Mm -hmm. because we know on the other side of those challenges, we're going to be moving up to another high. And you can't find the highs unless you have the lows. You know, it's a part of life. Challenges are going to come. Every marriage has got them. You know, we heard it yesterday, the couple that got married. I mean, they have been through so many trials Yeah. in the last six years. They shared with us. I mean, they had, there have been car accidents. There has, did their, did they lose their home or was it badly damaged in the wildfires? And Oh seven, they lost it. it they burned, lost their it, home. Okay. It, it was burnt to the ground. Okay. If anybody's not familiar with California in the last um, six years, we've had two huge wildfire seasons, one in, in San Diego, in San Diego, one in 03 and the other mm-hmm. in 07. Mm-hmm. And so in the 07 fires, they lost their home. Then just recently, about a month ago, month a and a half ago. ago yes, a month. So a month ago, right as they're planning this wedding, they're you know kind of in that final countdown, the bride loses her mother. Yeah. And, you know, and that's not, you know, they were talking about, you know, job changes and job losses job loss. And, and you're thinking they have, they have been rocked around in the storm of life. And yet the two people that I saw get married yesterday, it was phenomenal to see their excitement at starting this new adventure called marriage together. Right. I mean, they were so centered and it's because they have God as their foundation in their marriage, right. but they were so centered and so excited about what's going to happen in their future. 
and it really, I think because they shared where they had been, it really resonated the power and the joy they have going forward. Right. I, I agree. W- one thing I have, I want to add to that though is as beautiful as every wedding is, if you believe that that wedding day is the height of your marriage, you're never going to have an adventure. You're just not. Because if you believe that's what a marriage is about, is that one day, you've missed it. The, the adventure's over. And so for those of you who might be starting your married life two years in, three years in, and you're still thinking about, oh, the, the bliss and the joy and the happiness I had on that day, I'll never have it again. You need to rethink and you need to give yourself a little check because there's a lot of adventure to be had. You're just missing it. Mm-hmm. And honestly, in the 14 years that we have been married, we've gone to a number of them and we've seen a number of them end in divorce. And many of those weddings were spectacular and they were beautiful. But you know what? That day isn't what it's all about. That's a beginning point. I understand that. But it's not what you should be standing on all the time. Because a lot happens. And I I, I just... My gut in this country is there is more time... There's more preparation. There is more money spent on a wedding day than there is in the entire marriage. And to me, that's ass backwards because that is one day that happens. And then when the marriage starts going bad, when the marriage starts turning around, when all the crap starts hitting the fan, neither of those two who had this joyous day are willing to put anything forth to make their marriage right. They're not willing to put money forth. They're not willing to put the effort forth and they wonder why it's all in shambles. Mm -hmm. And so as joyous as weddings are uh, to me, we need to be spending a lot more time in our marriages and preparing for it for the long haul, for this adventure that we call marriage. And that might mean you need to spend some cash during those hard times. Mm-hmm. It might mean you need to seek out counsel. It might mean during this adventure, when you're riding high, you're helping somebody else who isn't. And that could be as easy as just telling them about Elisa and I, which I know many of you have done. You are a conduit for God's work. Always don't ever deny that you and what you have been through in your marriage, good and bad is a conduit for God. So use it. Yeah, it's, it's a choice and you have to be active in your marriage. You have to, and when I say that, You've heard us say this before, but I think it bears repeating. Marriage is not 50-50. Marriage is 
100% him and 100% her. Right. Granted, you don't always give 100% because let's be face it, we don't, you know, let's face it, we don't always do that. But that should be your mindset. You should be, you should be, before you even get married, be willing to give 100% to making it work. You know, it's like we were talking, Tony and I were talking earlier today when we were out and, you know, we are very open and honest in the fact that marriage is work. And sometimes people don't like to hear that. They don't like to hear that they're going, you know, especially people that are, you know, about to get married or um, newly married. It's kind of this idea of, oh, we'll never have any problems. You know, life is good. We're planning the, you know, it's very much what Tony was saying. We're planning this wedding. It's all going to be, you know, roses and, you know, stars in the sky and, and the reality is, is that um, we're human. We're not easy to live with. Mm-hmm. And to make it work, you have to work at it. You have to work to create that environment where your marriage is an adventure. Because if you don't work at your marriage, I can guarantee you your marriage is a burden. Yeah. I, I, I would bet $100 on it. Be- You're right. Thank you. I love hearing that. No, you're <laughs> right. It, it, the bigger point is, and we discussed this this weekend too, sometimes I don't even like to hear this sometimes that marriages work, but it is. It, it takes a lot of effort and time to make it what you want it to be. Mm-hmm. And the only way you're going to get it to what you want it to be is you got to work at it. Right. And it, it just... For so many people, that word work has a negative connotation. That's because most people don't like their jobs. Right. And and so I don't know what you call it other than work, but it does need to be, you you need to be doing that. If if you want something that is adventurous. Sorry, I was trying to put my phone on vibrate. Oh my God. (laughs) These phones tonight, I'm going to throw them all out. I know. Well, the other one's hidden under the couch in the house. Uh. (laughs) Jeez. Great. Just one of those nights. It is. We should have known with the radiator that it was going to be an interesting it, evening. It has been. Um, it has been, and I hope we're I hope we're connecting with you guys tonight, and and you're understanding where we're coming from. We want you to have adventure. We do. I, we it, want. We know that you will not always look at your marriage, you know, as this exciting. What's going to happen next? Because we don't. I mean, you guys know. So recently it was a couple, I can't remember if it was a couple weeks ago. Couple when weeks we, ago. Yeah. I mean, we have bad days. And you want to add some adventure to your life and into your marriage, do the seven days of sex challenge. That will, yeah. in all honesty, folks, that will change and hopefully give you a little shot in, on the side of just going, wow, what is possible in our marriage? And that's what Elise and I did mm-hmm. two years ago now. With the 60 days of sex challenge. I mean, that's what we did. Not knowing what we were getting ourselves into or where we would be two years later. But that's what we did. We we basically artificially made adventure. Well, that's what I I was having a conversation. I got my hair done this week. And, uh, you know, you get to talking to, you know, people, you know. You're there for four hours. I I hope you were talking to her. 
you know what? Everybody liked the picture. I put it up I on Facebook. I understand that. I'm just saying uh, you were there for four I hours. I was there for four hours. And so, you know, you've got time to talk to the hairdresser. And this was a new hairdresser. And so she was asking me, you know, what do you do? And so I was telling her about Strip Down and telling her about One Extraordinary Marriage. And, and she asked me, she's like, well, you know, how did you study for that? Or how did you get your knowledge? And uh, I, I thought, actually, I thought of all of you when I was sharing this with her. I said, well, quite honestly, two years ago, my husband and I attempted to have sex for 60 days straight. And, you know, of course, <laughs> you know, <laughs> as we've been sharing this with you guys for the last, you know, nine months, 10 months now, um, obviously our confidence grows in just being able to like, well, this is who we are and this is what we've done. And, you know, I sometimes forget when I'm face to face with someone, how they're going to react yeah. to that. Um, especially because we're very matter of fact about it, but she was just like, you did what? Yeah. <laughs> Eyes big as saucers. And I said, it changed. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a night. This is unbelievable. Uh, awesome. Anyway, I said it was the best education. I would have never learned so much about relationships and so much about my husband if I had not decided to to try this with him to say, you know what, what's the worst that can happen? Mm -hmm. You know, is it really so bad to decide that I'm going to attempt to have sex with my husband for 60 days? I mean, really? Really? Yeah. Uh, You know, uh, we've been married 11 years at that point in time. I mean, come on. So challenge yourselves. Challenge yourselves over this next week to find more adventure in your marriage. If you're in a season where things are not where you'd like them to be, find find the adventure. Find those little pieces that you can hold on to and say, you know what, I wonder where I wonder where we're gonna be in five years with something like this going on. Yeah. You know, or or maybe right now, you know, you've got a young family and so of course you're, you know, sleep deprived or chasing a toddler been there done that um have the bags under my eyes to prove it we still get them with Abby. we still get them but think about where your family is going to be in five years as you get past this season how you know think about how you and your husband or you and your wife are going to grow closer as you work together to mold this family think about how you want you and the two of you to experience new things how you want to break out of your routines. Right. You know, it could be as simple as using the good china for dinner. Craziness. Don't just save the good china for the special occasions. Make dinner a special occasion. I don't think us guys would care. It doesn't have to be just about the guys. Okay. I'm just saying. I know. You, the if guys, you busted out good china. We only I, have I, one china. We only have one. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, whatever. I, I would be like. Put candles on the table. Does that change dinner? How about chocolate on your body? Okay. You, you you must have a fixation on this because this has come up like three times in probably as many days. Well, maybe we need to get chocolate on your body. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to have to wait until my days because we had sex today and that was your day. Okay. So you're, you know, you're done for the rest of the week. Okay. Um, we digress. Uh, what I'm saying is Make it an adventure. Change your mindset. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. And be and be together on it. Talk about it. Do it. If it's changing your mindset and you guys need to do it, do something. Make a plan. 
shoot for it, go for it and see what happens. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what it's about. And then and, call and, us and tell us that you did it. Yeah. And if you fall back and you stumble, get back up, talk about it, converse about it, communicate yeah. about it. And that's the way you get to where you are, where you want to be. You know, that's the way Elisa and I get to where we are today. Trust me, we fall down. Oh, a lot. But that's what it's about. And so as we close for tonight, think about your marriage. Is it an adventure or is it a burden? And we hope that you'll put the latter. And if not, how are you going to make your marriage an adventure for the years to come? Mm-hmm. So we're just thankful for you guys. It has been a wonderful, wonderful week. And, um, gosh, that's it. I think that's it. All right. I I think you guys have probably put up with enough of our, uh, sort of disjointedness (laughs) tonight between telephones and, you know, weird gurglings and (laughs) stuff like that. So you guys know you hold a special place. With that, you guys, we love you guys. Thanks for listening to the One Extraordinary Marriage Podcast. We would love to hear from you. You can go ahead and give us a call at area code 858-876-5663 or send us an email to info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. The website is oneextraordinarymarriage.com. And while you're there, you can sign up for our Marriage Minute Monday newsletter and you can also purchase Tony and Elisa's new book, Stripped Down. It's available now in print, audio, and ebook formats. Also, the One Extraordinary Marriage Podcast has sponsorship opportunities available now. If your business is interested in sponsoring this podcast, please contact us at oneextraordinarymarriage.com.